0: Joe I'm about to say something that like six people are going to get the right six people are going to get so just bear with me okay
1: I hope they all listen to this podcast
0: the way I have to get my newborn son to sleep is like I'm walking across the sand trying not to attract sandworms. wow that's good (laughs) thank you I told you only like six people are going to get it but the right six people are going to get it hey that's that's a good sandwalk. I it is a great sand but like when you're rocking a baby it, and i don't even know if he's like unique about it probably not i'm sure this is like a normal baby thing but like he he doesn't you can't just do it in one pattern or else you get bored or like they get used to it so you got to switch it up you got to be you know rhythmic about it and and uh yeah. that's that's the only way i can get my son to sleep now is if i if i sandwalk
1: I mean, it worked for, um, you know, it worked for Paul. (laughs) Uh, Wait, so real quick, when you walk, do you just walk with him? Do you have to, like, shush or hum to him, too? Oh, I
0: got to do, I bounce and rock and shush and hum. I got to do, because he's a gassy baby, you got to put him in, like, the football hold. Um, Oh, jeez. And... There's two ways to do the football hold, right? Where you put his head in your hand and hold it like, you know, hold his cheeks with your fingers, right? To make sure his neck stabilized. Or I put him the other way sometimes and hold his head up by the crook of my elbow and hold him that way. Right? So either way. Um, And sometimes I have to alternate between football holds to get him to like find a spot that's comfy. He's just, but once he's asleep, he's asleep. It's great. But getting him there is like I don't I don't even know sandwalk. Right.
1: Yeah, and then sometimes you have to sandwalk for a 50-yard touchdown. Yeah, and even get touched once. It works. Move those chains, Jared. I'm proud of you. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you?
0: Joe, I'm going to need you to carry the weight on this episode, be honest with you. Okay. okay. I, uh, it has been, so last night, I stayed up late watching football, because the Chiefs are oh, playing, okay. and they went to overtime, of course. I was like, wow. Yeah this is not a good idea because I also went back to work today for the first time in six weeks. Right. And I thought to myself, it's not a good idea to stay up and watch football. Um, but I was like, you know what? It'll be all right. The kids have been sleeping. Okay. Um, I'll get a little, a little less sleep, but I'm used to it. Nope. Nope. Ugh. Nope. Ben woke up at four o'clock in the morning and decided he thought it was morning time. So oh, no, I got like three and a half, four hours of sleep all in last night. And, uh, I am and then I went back to work today all day
1: yeah Uh, do you feel like uh the time change has anything to do with that because we still are living in the 1700s
0: I cannot cannot stand the time change yeah as and we've talked about this probably every year that this happens yeah the time change with kids is one of the worst things that's ever existed ever <laughs> Especially my kids, for you too. I think hours are different. Like the spring forward's rough for you because Cora already goes to bed late. The spring yeah. forward's fine for me because Ben goes from like seven o'clock to eight o'clock. Like that's not right. a huge difference. The fallback, though, yeah. where you know, all of a sudden he's waking up and where normally he'd wake up at like 6 30. He's trying to wake up at five thirty, but also if he has an early morning, then it's five o'clock, four forty-five. I'm like, this is right. we can't. This is way too early now. It's not even like close to wake up time now, and it's yeah. just like trudging through mud trying to get uh, trying to get him adjusted to this stupid time change.
1: <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. Um, but how have you been? It's been weeks since we've released the podcast.
0: I know it. Just a whole windfall of parenting and technical issues, and I, boy, has it been, I have, yeah. uh, I've been good, I've been good, I, we'll talk about our weekends, which was a blast, Um, yes. I still kind of don't have a voice from it, Um, yeah, me too, so, but we, uh, basically over this last, like, end of the last few weeks, I've just kind of wrapped up. We had Halloween last week. We'll have to uh, recover uh, Halloween. Um, Ben was a farmer. It was cute. Uh, So we did that. um, And we just kind of generally soaked up. It was the last week, week and a half of my parental leave. So just kind of making sure we had everything in order, making sure we had everything lined up, groceries and things like that, for Katie to take this solo parenting on for uh, the next month or so while she's still on uh, maternity leave. So. It was a it's been it's been good. I think getting into a rhythm, Um, we're finally at a spot where we like have a schedule down for when we're sleeping, which is good. Like that's mm. kind of the first step is like, all right, we sleep between this time and this time we're going to be awake changing diapers around this time. Like right. once you can plan out like that, it's good. Um, The one caveat is. Will still does not want to be put down. He just doesn't want to sleep by himself like at all. Um, he'll sleep for like forty minutes by himself and then he's up again. um right, so we're trying to balance this like, do we get sleep, but we also need to teach him to sleep on his back. He doesn't like swaddles. How do we do so it's been a It's been a parenting adventure I would say on that on that front.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's rough.
0: so how about you how rough. How have you been, Joe? Your favorite holiday past? We've technically talked about it, but the audience has not heard it. So, do you just want to give us a rundown on on your favorite holiday and how it happened?
1: Yeah, it was pretty great. So, Halloween weekend happened um, the Friday of Halloween weekend. Um, The village I live in, Clinton, there's a bed and breakfast and they had a Halloween party. And the theme was steampunk. And if you went in a steampunk costume, you would be eligible to win a you know, a prize, like a grand prize for the best steampunk costume, which was a new T V. And um tickets to this thing were like thirty five bucks. Well, when we moved into this house, the previous owners left a tote full of costumes and one of those costumes was a steampunk costume.
0: That's terrifying. And Terrified.
1: Yeah. And Kayla was like, all right, go buy a ticket, shake your butt and win a TV. And I said, done. Nobody in this area has steampunk costumes. I know it. And I show up and it looks like I'm wearing like the bare minimum. No be considered way. Steampunk. Yeah. It's people came like out of the closet, like with these amazing costumes and I was, and I was there by myself. Like nobody went with me. It was just me. I was just, just kind of standing around, and I was very uncomfortable, like being by myself in this costume. Mm-hmm. So I I left, came back home, switched into my Jack Sparrow costume, and went yep. back. Still felt very uncomfortable. I was there for like a half an hour and just had a couple of drinks. I was like, I'm just leaving. I'm going yeah. home. Yeah. So I came back here and you know changed and whatever. Uh, and then Saturday we had a trunk or treat out at uh. My family's house, so we did that. we trunk or treated um and that was pretty great uh it was fun to to just like you know see all of our cousins and mm-hmm. play and hang out um so it's fun to go out and do that um and then that Saturday night, there was something else going on, and I do not remember which I feel like it was something great um but anyway saturday night something happened uh (laughs) but then the sunday was our brunch Mm -hmm. uh oh no saturday was the party friday we didn't do anything saturday was the party so i had that that party saturday night um and then sunday we hosted a halloween brunch and it ended up um being like our families that showed up which is very cool um and then jen and logan came nice uh, yeah which is nice i we haven't seen them since their wedding uh about a year ago so nice to see them hang out with family uh kids were in their costumes uh we had a bunch of different food we had music playing it was fun it was just like a really good just like chill morning afternoon brunch which is very cool
0: what food did you Uh, serve
1: Oh, we had so much food. Um, so I had made a bunch of waffles, and we had some like fried chicken bites. So we made like Ooh. a bunch of chicken and waffles. Um, we had, uh, Jordan made a biscuits and gravy casserole. Kayla's mm. mom made just regular biscuits and gravy. We had pigs in a blanket. We had, um, charcuterie. We had like all sorts of stuff. Uh, it was very good. It was a great, just like eat all day kind of thing. We had mimosas. We had um, some spiced sweet wine and cider mix. It Ooh. was, yeah, it was great. It was a good time. Yes, Yeah, so we did that. And then uh, Monday was Halloween. So I went to work, ran home right at five, picked up a pizza. And Kayla shows up with the kids from daycare and Cora's asleep. Oh no. And trigger treating starts at six o'clock mm-hmm. in our area. It's like, okay. So when I went to pick up the pizza, the uh, pizza place was like, so our online ordering system is an hour behind. We didn't realize it until people started showing up for pizza and they weren't like, you know, oh, set to be ready for another it? hour. I don't know. They're like, this has never happened. And they're not normally open on Mondays and they opened up for Monday for, Halloween. for that Halloween. And they're getting a ton of orders, but everything's an hour behind. And so I showed up, and he's like, you're next in line to be made. It's going to be about 15 minutes. I was like, that's fine. So I went home, changed, Cora's asleep, got the pizza. It's like 5.30 at this point. Mm-hmm. My mom shows up because uh, my mom wants to come and hang out and sure. you know see the kids trick-or-treat. Uh, Jordan and Josh and Charlie came over, uh, and Kayla's mom came over. Well, like, quarter to six... Charlie, Jordan and Josh show up and Charlie's like ready to go. This boy is like ready to trick or treat. Yeah, and he goes, up. Like, runs and I was like, Charlie, you got to go wake Cora up. <laughs> he he runs into her room and is like, Cora, wake up. It's time to go trick or treating. And she's just not having it. She's no. just pissed. She's not like she loves Halloween. Sure. Um, six o'clock rolls around and I'm like, all right, Cora, I'm leaving. Like, I'm going to go trick or treating mm-hmm. with Charlie. She finally says, I'll go, but I want to go in the stroller. And she doesn't want to wear a costume. So <laughs> I I just pushed her around in a stroller and she didn't get out of the stroller for the half an hour that we trick-or-treated. Really? Charlie loved it. He ran up to all the houses. He he loved it. Cora, I just she looked miserable the entire time. Oh wow. Um and finally we hit a point where we could turn around. And I was like, Cora, do you want to go back home? And she said, Yeah. And I was like, All right. I said Charlie, Jordan, Josh, you guys go on, you know, meet us back at the house. Mm -hmm. And Kayla's dad had gotten to our house. So he was walking up the street to meet us and went to a couple more houses and we went back to our house and, um, Cora just wanted to be home. So she was just home hanging out. Um, and then Charlie, Jordan and Josh came back and it was so nice on Halloween. It was like 60 degrees. It was amazing. Uh, we had a fire going in our driveway and and Charlie just ran through our front yard through the headstones and um, it was really nice, it was really fun it was a really fun Halloween, like handing out candy just like hanging out with everybody Um, a lot of people took pictures with our decorations which was very cool oh neat Um, yeah, so it was overall a really great Halloween I'm glad that it was so nice like that was the best like having the fire, having some drinks just chilling out, it was very cool that's awesome Um, Yeah. so that was Halloween and then just nonstop, I feel like, for the last month and a half, and then this weekend we had a wedding,
0: yeah, we went to a wedding. We did a thing. I left my kids and my wife at home and said, "I'm sleeping by myself for a night. no i well, I did do that, but I didn't <laughs> say that um, <laughs> so before we jump to the wedding, we also uh for Halloween, um yeah, well, first off, I want to let you know you I texted you and said, I couldn't come to your brunch because I had a playoff right. soccer game, um, and you said I have to win if i can't come to brunch we didn't win but we did oh, go suck all the way to a shootout and then we actually r- lost because our buddy rob kicked it off the post so like oh I've, no it feels good because it's gonna be like
1: when i would have picked to win it yeah. for you guys.
0: well that's why like they said next goal wins We're like, all right rob it's uh, it's on you and kicked it off the post and then the, the other team scored so like you know yeah, you, can, yeah, rob. you can blame him um And then so for Ben, we went trick or treating with Katie's uh, nephews and he actually he loved it. He loved going up to houses. Uh, He got done with it after a while. Like he just wanted to kind of like sit in the wagon and watch the kids do it. Um, But like Sam is six or seven, six, six or seven Um, and got to be six. And then uh, Sawyer's four. So like they're old enough that they like are running around and are very excited and are like really into like this part of Halloween yeah uh, and ben was just like every so often we'd go to a house and be like yeah i want to walk up here but like he right. wanted to pet the dogs that were in the house and he wanted to <laughs> see what they were watching on tv he like didn't but uh, after a while he was excited about it so we did that um, for for a little bit and then we went home
1: did you guys do it like in your neighborhood or did you go to no we
0: went to their neighborhood uh gotcha they live uh just at the same city that katie's mom lives in so we uh we went up there and, and did that.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Um, so here's something that I noticed. Growing up, and I don't know if it's like this for you, but like in our area growing up, Jordan and I were talking, like we would go up to doors and like knock on doors and say Trick or treat. Now it's like again in our neighborhood and around us, it's almost like everybody is out in their driveway waiting to hand out candy.
0: There were quite a few people like that. Yeah. Um but there still were a lot of people that were like sitting inside waiting for the doorbell to ring kind of thing or or they yeah. were sitting like they have the glass door and they were sitting on the other side of it. Right. would come out when the kids came up. Um it was a very nice night so I'm not surprised that like everybody was out. Um yeah. But yeah, I would say 50/50. I got a question for you from this too. Yeah you obviously go with Cora and trick or treat when Cora gets old enough to like, I would think of my nephew, Sam, like old enough that like is into it and her friends are into it. And like, they're going yeah. off together. Do you, you go with them and trick or treat and Kayla stays home to hand out candy. Do you all go trick or treating who hands out candy? Cause Katie and I were just saying, Katie and I both went trick or treating, right? With both kids. Yeah. And we didn't just, we just didn't hand out candy at our house this year. Um, hmm. But we were thinking after this, we were like, man, we should have like at least put out a bowl with like a pick one thing, even if somebody like took the whole bowl, whatever. Um, But we did that last year. Last year, the year before when we came to your house, we put out a bowl of candy, came home. Not a single piece was missing. Not a single piece was missing. So like, I, I don't know. That's my question to you. Like you guys, I feel like have a good system now. Do you think you'll stick with it?
1: I think so. Kayla really does like handing out candy, but I think as the kids both get older, we probably will both go.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Uh. Kayla's mom this year had said, "I'll hand out candy at your house if you know you guys want to take the kids house to house." So I'm sure our parents will help out and and hand out some candy if needed. Um. But there's also going to be that point where Cor is old enough, and I'm just like, oh, wait, yeah, I'll just stick go do behind your and thing. hand out candy.
0: Your neighborhood's pretty tighten it too like there's not yeah. like i literally have eight mile two streets behind my house so like right, i'm yeah. not sure how ben would have to be pretty uh pretty mature for me to be like yeah go ahead and trick-or-treat around right. you know around our neighborhood um so i think that's part of it for me but uh yeah it, it was uh it was just something we were looking at like who stays behind and hands out candy do you just not do you pull right. out what do, what's the game plan so
1: yeah, so I think that that's what we'll do. Our, I'm sure our parents will will help out or we'll rotate in and out or whatever it might be, um, but we'll figure it out. I mean, every year we're just trying to do more and more decoration-wise with yeah. our house and uh, making it cool for, for kids to come by. So really, that's really end game. have the coolest house in the neighborhood.
0: It's all you've ever wanted from Halloween, I <laughs> know. It. <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. That and one day to be the old cranky couple that kids don't want to come by the house because they think it's haunted. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this past weekend, like we said, we had a wedding. Uh, we did. One of our buddies got married. Well, we didn't have um, a wedding. We went we to have, a wedding. We we went to a yeah. wedding. We did not get married. No, see, I have um, to
0: clarify because nobody would be surprised if we each other right. had a wedding. Then people just wouldn't be surprised. Right. They'd be like, yeah, finally, like,
1: yeah. get it, whatever. <laughs> Uh so our buddy Andrew and, and his wife Kyler, they had their wedding and it was one hell of a time.
0: There was so many people from college there. Like it was it was a legitimate college reunion. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if I just didn't so since leaving college, there's what like eight of us that stay like in close, close contact, right? Like yeah. seven or eight of us. And then you have all the people that you knew through college and were friends with back then. But like our group has kind of just stayed like the eight of us or so. Yeah. This wedding was like tying all of the old friends that we had, like in college that we don't really keep up with. And it was, it was just basically like a college reunion is what it was. It was great.
1: Was one of the most fun weddings I've been to in a very long time.
0: You're a big old sap. You love reunions, so it makes sense. Dude, I love people and I love catching up with people. Uh it was a blast. I have to explain well, my predicament and then our predicament together. So okay. <laughs> I went alone. Obviously, the yeah. having a six week old, don't bring your kids to a wedding. I'm just gonna tell you right now, yeah. even if kids are invited, like just don't do it. It's not yeah. not worth it for you, not worth it for the kids, not worth it for the people around you. Um so Katie and I had kicked around a couple ideas of like, uh, do we go, do we, you know, Katie has a friend out there, so we're like, we, she could watch it while Katie went to the wedding for a little bit. We could, and eventually we were like, you know what, I'll just go celebrate, come home early, and we'll just do a one night quick thing and then uh, be done and Katie will stay home with the kids. Um, which I'm very grateful for. I hope she listens to this and knows that. Um, So I get there and... I, the, our buddy, David sent a picture of the tables and I realized I still got put at the old married table. That's right. I, I still got put with all the old married folks with kids. Uh, yeah. And Scotty B. Uh, yeah. And so I was, I was, I was a little bit shocked. I thought I'd be put at, you know, I'm by <laughs> myself. I thought I'd be put at the young yeah. kids table and I, I still, kids. nope, nope. I'm officially, uh, and you are too. But yeah. uh, you know, it's to be expected. Uh right. we're officially the old people with kids table now.
1: That's right. And it was you, me and Kayla, Florian and his wife Sarah. Yep. And then our, our other fraternity brother, Marty, yep. and his wife Kirsten, then Scotty B. And Marty and Kirsten don't have kids and and um don't want kids and mm-hmm. you know live their life very funly. <laughs> they yes. have a lot of fun traveling around and Scott lives in Colorado. Uh so I mean, yeah, it was like the three of us, like me and Kayla, you and then Florian and Sarah that were like I think just talked about our kids the whole time.
0: Yes, 100%. I'm going <laughs> to give Florian about 50% blame for the whole table on talking about kids. That man is the dad of all dads and I he's a great dad. I tell you what. That dude His life is Ollie and it's cooking and he loves it. And I I could not be happier for him.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love that. Everything that he does with Ollie is great. And it's so cute. And they're just such a cute family.
0: Yes. Uh, We have to talk about the fact that the old married table is the rowdiest table in the wedding. Of course. I
1: absolutely.
0: It was like the first time that like we, they put us in a corner rightfully so and right. they probably could still hear us all the way across the other side of the <laughs> of the wedding uh it was a it was a blast all around a blast
1: yeah i i had i had a very good time uh loved it danced the night away
0: i did let hunter Earth know too much. um in his vows he brought up that he wanted to be the best dad to their kids and I let oh, him know yeah. that there can only be one best dad. There's only one mug in the world, so if he wants yeah. it, he's got to go through me. So
1: we're gonna have to fight it out. We're gonna have to duke it out.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a big old battle royale.
1: Before we move on to the more important subject of this whole podcast episode, yes, what do you think would be involved in like a dad battle
0: royale? Great question. Grilling's number one. Grilling number one. Number one grilling. Uh, watering. Hey. So, watering mowing and general like lawn care right like
1: yep Mm -hmm.
0: can you identify what a weed is from a different grass like that that kind of thing uh that's a big one
1: maybe like
0: like loudest noise when standing up oh that's a good one too yeah loudest sneeze yeah loudest sneeze is a big one um how many boxes can you carry up from the basement at a time. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like
0: can you can you get 3 boxes, 4 4 boxes up at one time? Like no dad ever takes one box at a time. That's impossible. How no. many boxes can you fit on top of the like and and make it up the stairs without killing yourself? Yeah. I think we should have
1: this. The Dad Olympics. Like a Dad Olympics and slash drinking weekend.
0: Well, of course. I mean, the other part I mean, is but- you have to have a cold light beer in your hand at all times.
1: All times and the highest mid calf socks you can get.
0: God, I need a good pair of mid calf socks.
1: <laughs> uh, well, what <laughs> with that, why don't we go ahead and do the better part of this podcast? Yes,
0: the better part of the podcast. Uh, all right. So we
1: are going to have Katie on to tell the story of Will's uh very fast welcome to this earth. Um. You kind of touched on it very briefly mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, um, but Katie's going to give us all those details. Uh, it's very heart racing, do
0: It's wild. It's like a NASCAR race. It really, it really is. There's a lot of left turns. A lot anyway. of left turns.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, here we are uh, chatting with Katie uh, about that birth. Katie, you are here to tell us about the magical day that Will came into this world. Um, but before we get to that, why don't you tell me a little bit about like the days leading up? You know, because he came early.
2: Yes, he came a week early. So yeah. full disclosure to the audience: we've had this conversation. Jared and I had waited to tell Joe about the birth <laughs> so we could, you know, have his reaction on the podcast. And Jared didn't record. The podcast <laughs> like one and a half times, so we're trying again today. So Joe knows the story now, but
1: I do. I I'm do. excited
2: to share it with your audience. Jared just found out our like family photographer that has done our family pictures for the last three years listens, so that was pretty cool.
1: It's very cool.
2: Yeah. So, um, I had my 39 week appointment um, on a Thursday. And when I went in, I was only one centimeter dilated. And he was like, how are you feeling? You know, any, you know, I was like, I feel great. The same, well, not great, but <laughs> the same as I had <laughs> the whole pregnancy. And he was like, I bet you've got your whole week left, you know, so count on yeah. like delivering at 40 weeks. And Jared and I were like, thank God we've got a week left to do everything. We didn't have a hospital bag packed. We didn't have a baby room done. Um, we didn't have our car seat ready to go. We had." Nothing. So we were like, this is a sign. We have one whole week. This is it. We're going to be productive. Right. You know, get it all done. Um, as soon as I got home from that appointment, I ate food that Jared made. I'm still convinced <laughs> it's food poisoning.
0: It was not food poisoning. Neither Ben nor I had any issues eating the same food. It was labor. It was not food poisoning.
2: I, I truly do think it was food poisoning. But because sometimes it can like it, you know. Everyone is affected differently. Whatever. Jared yeah. made these little pizzas. I ate them. I felt awful after. And they smelled bad before. I was like, I don't want to eat these, but I'm hungry. It was the pizza sauce he made. But so <laughs> inevitably, I threw them up, which wasn't abnormal for my pregnancy. I was very sick. Right. Like, I was taking anti-nausea medicine for like 37 weeks. Jeez. Um. So like when I first pukes we were like a bummer you know happens right but i was up most of the night throwing up which was abnormal and i was worried it was covid or food poisoning um i work i teach kindergarten and everyone was getting covid at this point so i was like oh you know bummer i'm getting it right before we have the baby you know um but and I was having some contractions like from the throwing up, but I still was yeah. like, you know, we've still got a week. I just went to the doctor and was not right. in labor. And when I woke up the next morning, Jared was like, is this labor? And I was like, no, I just feel really bad. Um, mm-hmm. But I got up and got dressed and went to work and I brought my heating oh, pad because my back hurt so bad. And I was at work for maybe an hour before I realized that it might be labor.
1: Jeez. And we didn't well, have
2: kids that day, thank God.
1: That's good. So, what was um the like what what finally was like a click saying like oh this is maybe I was like something in
2: else. pain like every time yeah. like and it wasn't consistent you know it was like coming in contractions mm-hmm. and I feel like last time I don't know if I noticed that necessarily but this time I was like oh like I do not feel well. Like, this is not good. right? And I texted Jared and was like, it might be time. You know, I was mm. like, I, and Jared was like, you have to come home. And I like told one of my coworkers and then dipped out and drove home, made it fine. And we got right. here and we were kind of like, OK, we need a game plan. Let's throw some stuff in a bag. But I still was like, you know, I texted my coworker and was like, you know, maybe t- like we'll have a baby this weekend sometime right you know it, this was friday afternoon, morning or afternoon i was thinking like maybe sunday we'd have a baby or something um
0: i would like it on record for the entire world to know i knew it would be that day katie texted me yeah. at like nine o'clock in the morning i had just sat down at my computer just logged in and immediately sent a message like she texted me i was like i think this might be labor and i immediately messaged my boss and the and the uh my coworker. i was like hey uh baby's probably coming today probably uh gonna happen so let's just all be prepared um so i would like it on record that as soon as katie said this this might be labor i was like oh yeah this is this is it we're doing it
2: (laughs) noted (laughs) it's like a hard i feel like you're kind of in denial you know it's not like you don't want it to happen but also Mm -hmm. it's not like you're looking forward to it Yes. so I feel like last time I was too. I was like, we don't need to go to the hospital. But this right. time we didn't want to like go and hang out. So I really wanted yeah. to like labor at home and but so when I got home, we realized we didn't we couldn't find the infant pieces to our car seat from Ben. Mm-hmm. So we ran over to Target and did some shopping. Um we went into my mom's and saw Ben and we went and picked up some lunch. And do you want to explain why we needed to go to Target?
0: <laughs> so she already brought up that we we weren't totally ready. And I had said, right. okay, I'm going to put the car seat in the car. Because we had actually gone to Kalamazoo the two weeks before that. So like the weekend, before that. the weekend before that. Yeah. Um, Oh, man, we did push it close. I didn't never put that together. <laughs> um, so I was like, I had gotten the car seat out it didn't have the newborn insert in it, and I was like, "All right, I'm not going to put it in there," um, and we're just going to roll the dice. And luckily, that time it worked out. But when Katie said she's in labor, I was like, "Oh my God, I have to find that newborn insert." And mm-hmm. all we had moved all of the baby stuff into the baby's room, and it was right. in there. It just wasn't organized. It wasn't like set up. We still had to get Ben a new dresser, and so he was using what are the baby dresser, and it was it was in flight. Okay, that's what I'll call it. Yeah. It was in flight. well I was like well I have to find this newborn insert so at like 10 o'clock in the morning I'm tearing through every single bit of like newborn thing that we have out of the closet that we'd stuck the newborn stuff in and Mm -hmm. I went through everything top to bottom looked at looked at it all could not find it could not find it and then you know Katie had just gotten home from work and I was like listen we have to go to Target we have to go buy a new car seat like I right we can't put a newborn in this car seat and if he comes today like we gotta go so yeah. they were having a um, – if you turn in your old car seat, you get 20% off the next car seat sale.
2: That's because they recycle the pieces. So, like, they take right. it and break it down. And so it's not like going to a landfill. But most people use that and send, like, their broken – like, that's what it's for. It's, like, broken, old, disgusting car seats gotcha. that you would have otherwise thrown out. It's not for, like, one you could resell. And what I realized – but I didn't think of then because, you know – Pregnancy brain, like we could have kept that car seat and used it in like a month because right. we were just missing the newborn piece of this car. Seat. Yeah. But we, and we ended up buying like the cheapest one anyway. We we're like, oh, whatever. We'll just get like the $100 one. It doesn't matter.
0: Right. But so, yeah, that's what we did. We went in, we turned in our very expensive newborn car seat that we got from our registry from when we had been. Um, right and traded it in, got like 20% off a $100 car seat. And then, yeah, yeah, but at the time I was like, whatever, we have the car seat, it's done, at least we have it. It's sad that we lost that, but at least we have a car seat. I get home, and another thing that we hadn't done yet is we hadn't gotten outfits out for the new baby. Right. Uh, Mainly because Ben never wore newborn-sized anything. Oh, just right. he wore i think like one newborn out like onesie yeah. and then immediately right. went to 0 to 3 months cuz he was so big so yeah. i'm going through every bit of clothing we have and i'm making like piles of of like age groups on the floor right while katie's laboring and watching me do this um <clears> and i'm gonna, i'm like throwing these clothes into piles to try and find newborn stuff and i get to the bottom of the one box that had some like 0 to 3 month and newborn clothes in it yeah, And layered at the bottom, form-fitted to the box, was the newborn insert. Ugh. Like, if I hadn't have, if I had gone through all the clothes before we'd left, I would have seen it. But, like, it was just literally at the bottom of the bottom of the closet, form-fitted to the bottom of a box. Right, And there it was. Ugh, There's a lesson a to be
2: learned in this.
0: Uh, <laughs> don't wait until your wife's in labor to do things.
2: No, just be prepared for all things. <laughs> Like, we should have had a bag packed and clothes, but second child problems.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all right. So about what time was all that going on? You left work right around 9, you said, right?
2: Yeah, we were, um, I left work probably around 9, 9.30. Um, Got home around 10, then we went to Target and got lunch, saw Ben, and then we got home probably at, like, noon, and Mm. we ate. Well, I ate. I think you ate, too. And that's when I called my doctor and I was like, hey, I'm having. That was when I started measuring my contractions, like how far apart yeah. they were. And I could not, I don't feel like this is such a weird thing. Like, when, Joe, when would you go to the hospital? Like, what would you say if someone was like, hey, what time, what, how far apart, what do you do?
1: Right. I mean, generally they say like that 511, right? Like, Okay, see every that's what I, we had
2: thought but then the doctor I saw that day before said like 8 minutes or something. Oh and really? Yes. And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." And these were like 5 minutes apart. And they were right. painful enough that when they were happening, I wasn't like like I needed to stop, you know, and like yeah. breathe through it. And I called and I told her that and she was like, eh, how do you feel?" And I was like, "I mean, I'm like in pain, but"
0: right you know, eh.
2: and she was like, "Do you want to stay at home?" And I was like, eh, I don't know."
0: She asked about your water too. That's something we I remember the other day. But she was like, Did your water break? And fun fact, we'll talk about this in a minute, but Katie's water doesn't break when she has kids. Not until like the very last <laughs> second. Like they popped Ben's wills just didn't break at all. Uh it yeah. like uh so that was like the question she was going off is like the movies of Did your water break? If the water had broken, right. we would have already been on the way to the hospital. Yeah,
2: Yeah. so she was like, well, you know, call, I'm here for one more hour. So she was like, hang home for an hour, keep watching, like call me then and maybe after that you can head to the hospital. And I was like, yeah, sounds good. And like yeah. immediately after we hung up the phone, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it an hour, Jared. <laughs> My contractions were like three, four minutes apart. Really?
1: Were they, they, they lasting were like, for like a minute? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And they were like painful enough that I was like, in pain, you know, I wasn't yeah. Yeah, I it was definitely labor. And um we hung out maybe for like twenty, twenty five more minutes and I called back and I was like, I can't wait. I have to go. And she was like, okay, go like I'll meet you there. Right. And we got to the hospital. I took a picture of me in the parking lot at three thirty six we parked. And mm. I had the baby in my arms at four thirty four. So we were there for less than an nuts. hour. Before, yes, before the baby came,
0: it was even less than that. It was born at four twelve, so three thirty four in the car forty forty minutes later, we had a baby like out in like done,
1: okay, so before we move into like that
0: part, um
1: leading up to you know, or well, I guess going through the actual labor, yeah, um, and all that. How similar did that feel compared to Ben's because wills happen very quickly right okay so very different so
2: like Ben's I don't think I was actually in pain until well I was like puking a lot and I was miserable because I was nauseous but I don't think I was in pain until my they broke my water with Ben but
0: (sighs) I think the labor was a lot more slow rolling last time like the contractions would be for like, were further apart for longer, mm-hmm. right? Like, Wills, it was almost like you notice they were contractions, and then we started measuring them, and then we we're like, oh my God, they're already at like six minutes. We had just noticed that they were actual contractions, right?
2: And it's different with Ben's. We were like at the hospital when I was having the contractions, so it's like I knew yeah. that I was in labor with these. It was like they hurt, but I didn't. I still wasn't like this is labor, you know. I thought we were gonna get to the right. hospital and be there, you know, have another baby like two in the morning. I like wasn't convinced that yeah. this was it.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is oh.
2: crazy now looking back.
1: Right. So you get to the hospital, three thirty six. Uh what's what's the movement like from there, you know? Oh my god. How, so yeah. How's this going now? Going into the hospital, getting checked in and doing all that.
2: I'm, like, low-key dying by the time we're, like, in the hospital. Like, every (laughs) contraction, I'm, like, stopping and bracing on the wall. And I, like, thought I was being dramatic, you know? Like, I'm, like, trying to kind of, like, push through because I don't want anyone to be, like, what's wrong, you know? Yeah. So we, like, get up to the desk and give her my ID and everything. And she's, like, okay, go sit in the waiting room. And Jared and I are, like, And the waiting room was (laughs) full, Joe. There was That's multiple crazy. pregnant women. There was pregnant women in wheelchairs. There was husbands. There were, the waiting room was full. Jeez. And I had to like go sit far away in a hallway because I was like nauseous still and I didn't want right. to puke next to people. Jared had to go get like a puke bag for me from the desk. No one's concerned still. I mean, I know they see <laughs> right. this every day, but they're all just kind of like, eh. And they asked like if it was my second kid, you know, and how far apart was everything. And no one was really that worried.
1: Interesting. And
2: we sat there for maybe like 10 minutes in the waiting room yeah. and they finally called us back up there and she asked me some question like for my insurance or to sign a form or something.
0: Right. And I was
2: having a contraction. I was like, hang on. And I like braced myself against the wall. And then I just felt this downward like push in my body. And sure. I like was like, oh, my God, I pooped my pants like it right. just like happened. And I like checked in there and I was like, Jared, I think the baby's coming. And Jared <laughs> jogged over there.
0: I like so. We didn't, we weren't even in the waiting room. The way this is set up is like it's a hospital wing, right? It's hard to visually describe, but like there's a desk, there's elevators behind the desk, there's a wait, a, like a waiting room off to the side. There were so many people in the waiting room, we like couldn't even sit in there. Yeah. And then there was a little couch in the hallway by the desk that we were sitting on. So, like, mm. Almost next to it, and so I like go back, and I was like, "Uh, we think th-, like I did not I didn't even know what to say. I was like, I we think the baby's coming, and like a nurse, the receptionist turns around and goes, "Uh, we think the baby's coming." And the nurse is like strapping on gloves and walking on the door. She's like, "All right, let's go," <laughs> and like just was all re- already like, "All right, let's get you back. Let's get you back." Uh, and. Y- Like Katie couldn't really even walk. That was the thing that got me is like they were like, oh, we got to go back to triage. And Katie's like hobbling down the hallway. (laughs) Oh, no.
2: It was like a blur. Like from that moment when they took us back till like he came out, it was just like everything was crazy. They like got us in triage. I'm like trying to take my pants off, but I'm like literally my contractions are like every 20 seconds, you know, like I'm not. Right. It's not working. (laughs)
0: Joe, do you remember the triage part of it for you? Yeah. So they ask you all those like screener questions, right? Like, right. It for feels us, like you're in there forever. Right. And it's like, you know, when's the last time you got tested for STDs? When's the last time you got, you know, a flu shot? When's the last time you got this and that? Katie is literally like trying to have a baby not fall out of her. And they're still trying to ask these questions. It's crazy. And it's like there's like five nurses around her. One's trying to help her get her pants off. One's trying to understand like who <laughs> she is as a person. Remember they have to scan your right. like wristband like six times. Right. And they're like trying to figure that out. One's trying to figure out if there's a room we can go to. Like, it's just nothing but chaos. I almost left your underwear on the floor. I had to go back and pick it up because like <laughs> there were so many people just around. Uh Oh, and on top of this, of course, the way you handle pain is by puking. So oh, the Katie's like trying to hold on to a puke bag as well. It was Aos. it was wild.
2: With my ramen it's noodles nuts. in it. My twenty dollar ramen noodle. Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I like got onto the triage bed, like the little moving yeah. the little gurney, gurney. thing. And they're like, you know, how far along are you? Blah, blah, blah. You know, is this your first, second baby? Because I realized they didn't even know, like, because we were like, it makes sense that the baby's coming now. But they didn't know if it was like, you know, an emergency sort of thing. Yeah. And the baby's like coming out. Like, I'm not like thinking like, okay, time to put, like, I'm just, the baby's coming out. Right. and they're like oh no like well, you don't want to give birth in triage like we'll we'll find you a room and i'm like i don't want please don't move me <laughs> i was like i'm right. trying to give birth like please do not move me and they're like no no it's better this way and they run us down my eyes are closed so i didn't really know where we were but they like ran yeah. us down a hallway and got us into a room that still had like other people's shoes in it which was Beef. weird yeah. and they're like trying oh. to get an iv in me she stabbed me like three times which ordinarily would have Like really pissed me off, but given the situation. You were not
0: the most friendly of targets for someone to put an IV in. When you're like (laughs) literally
2: giving birth, and then the sweet nurse was like, did you want pain medication? And I was like, can I have it? And she's like, no. I was like, okay, (laughs) then don't ask. My God. And the baby came out like two seconds later.
1: That's that's insane. So did you end up getting an IV in you?
2: They eventually, she stabbed my like left arm like three times and then got one in the right. But I, like, it wasn't, it was a moot point by that, you know, like.
1: Uh, so, wild. so before Will gets here. Yes. Uh, you know, in that time frame of you being rushed from the triage into a room. Yeah. Did they actually switch you to another bed? They, they did. did. They, they just...
2: literally, like, like lifted my body off of the gurney and, like, put it on a bed. It's
1: sounds
0: awful
2: it really was i was like i'd rather i was like i'm fine here and they're like no the bed's are much better and i was like no i'm fine here
0: right the silly thing about it too is the reason the bed is better is because it has the foot stirrups that was the whole point right. so you can put your feet up and the gurneys don't katie never even right. got to that point a nurse grabbed one foot i grabbed the other and like katie sneezed and the baby was out like that's that's yeah. the process that happened like there was no there was no point in moving onto a regular bed
2: yeah he was coming whether i had stirrups or not so
1: so um jared from your perspective uh i don't know if you could even tell you know with kayla's births she you know with grayson she pushed for about 45 minutes with cora she pushed for two hours and there's definitely a progression of like, okay, we see the top of the head, we see more of the forehead, the head's out, now it's yep. shoulders. With you know, with Will, was there any of that? Or was it just like no baby just came?
0: And and so for Ben, we had the same thing, right? We were in the hospital at like eight PM for Ben and he didn't come out until two o'clock in the morning, right? So we had like right. a long progress, you know, progression of how it's happening and then in that case, we've told, we've told that story before, but like Katie got the meds and the heart rate dropped. And right. then we had to speed up and slow down. This was, I, it's hard to even describe the chaos that went into this birth. It was like in triage, she goes, Oh, that's a head in triage.
1: nuts. before yeah. we had
0: even. And then like the whole time, it wasn't like somebody said, push. It wasn't like, okay, it was right. Katie's like, uh, this is kind of it. And then somebody pulled the baby out and, there it was
1: that's that's bananas, so
2: he was much smaller than Ben too, like Ben was like you know head, and then you yeah. continue to push for the body, this one, his head, and like he was just so much tinier, like once I got his head out he was that was it,
1: right, so um do you well, I guess you didn't get meds this time around, no. which you had with Ben, yes. Um, how do you feel about that? And how did that, I guess at, at the end of the day, what were your thoughts about meds versus no meds?
2: Um, originally I'd always wanted an unmedicated birth, but then when you're in it, it's just so awful and painful and it's really hard to deal with for prolonged amounts of time. So I feel like that's why like we resulted or resorted to medication with Ben. Um, I'm so, I felt so much better doing it without it. Like in the moment it was just like crazy and shocking, you know, but
1: Mm -hmm.
2: once it's done, it's like everything's just feels fine. Like you can walk by yourself and I didn't have any trouble peeing or anything like that. Um, And I feel like my recovery emotionally and physically was so much better. I had my six week like checkup the other day and she was like, how do you feel? I was like, I feel great like, all around. And she was like, it's so much... She was like, there's nothing wrong with epidurals, but the healing is always so much better and quicker when right. you don't have it.
1: That's so interesting. Um, So now, from from your perspective, again, laboring with Ben in the hospital for that long um, versus yeah. this insane quick thing. Yeah. What is your reaction to one versus the other right like yeah. would you have preferred a little bit more time uh, maybe seeing the monitors seeing the heart rates yeah. whatever or do you prefer this like boom, i definitely prefer this
2: like i wish <laughs> in the moment like they asked if i wanted to feel his head and i was like no and jared didn't look or anything <laughs> either and i wish that we had had you know a little more of that like yeah because we didn't with ben at all because the first time it was just so weird yeah. like we didn't look or anything and i wish that we had with this one but yeah. this was like a, i'd give this like a 9 out of 10 birth and i'd give Ben's like a 1 out of 10 so
1: right um so i want to transition a little bit um so when Ben was born it was very traumatic yeah right they whisked him away to nicu they made sure you know he was having yeah. breathing problems wills wasn't like that at all mm so what was that moment like for you? Um, like, I talked to Jared. For me and Kayla, like, there's that like, blissful hour where yeah. nobody knows that the baby's here yet. Um, what was that moment like for you just to have the three of you in this room at, without any worries?
2: It was so nice. Like, as soon as his body came out, we both just kind of looked at each other and we were like, oh. Like, he was crying. We are like, this is, you know, this is good. And then everyone yeah. left the room, and we were like, "Wow, you know, we did like just kind of in shock that it happened, right?" And it was just nice to, it was just like chill, you know, yeah, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I mean the same for me. Um, it was. We talked a little bit about like I didn't have that moment at all with Ben this time. It was right. it, it was we nice. No, and that that was a big difference too. Is like I was there when Katie got stitched up this time, I wasn't there for that last time I was there to help, like get her out of the bloody clothes and into different clothes and things like, like those process, like that process of things I was there for. I wasn't there last time. Last time it literally was Ben was out. Okay. He's breathing. We have to go. And dad, you have to come with us. Right. Like it was that quick. And this time it was, it was much better. Um, and on top of that, Katie mentioned like without drugs, she was able to stand up right away. Like, Last time I even when I came in and she was uh like finished up and our nurse and everything like that, she still seemed drugged up, you know. And, like right. she still was a little bit dazed and aloof, you know, just because that's how it how it is. I th- Katie was back to her absolute normal pre-pregnancy self the minute the baby was out this time. So like that yeah. was a really cool experience for us too, is like we just walked out, you know, baby was out in our arms, Katie was back to normal, and it was like, wow, this is it's like the pioneers used to do it.
1: <laughs> just like they did. Yeah. Uh, On that Oregon Trail.
2: Exactly.
1: Um, so before I kind of move again to after, is there yeah. anything like overall regarding the birth of Will that you just want to touch on that, you know, um, was there anything you would do different about it or, you know, change overall about that day?
2: I don't know Um, I'm like really glad it happened the way it did and like part of me just Mm -hmm. feels like such a badass because of how it happened you know like I was like Jared like all of the birth videos and everything you watch like everyone's laboring like holding hands you know their partners Mm -hmm. like rubbing their back and I had none of that because it we were just like going about our daily lives when I was like in labor so I just felt like looking back at it and I'm like in the moment, it was very painful. But like looking back at it, I'm like, wow, that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. It's really it...
2: like, I'm glad the way it turned out.
1: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So, do you think Jared's cooking is what put you into labor?
2: I absolutely do because I was like not <laughs> remotely in any sort of labor. And after I ate that, like we went from like no baby to baby in less than 24 hours. <laughs> so, it, this is absolutely Jared's. Bad cooking.
0: Oh, darn. I cooked and we got a baby out of it. It
2: wasn't even cooking, Joe. He took English muffins and made pizza sauce and put cheese on it. Like it was barely even cooking.
0: Don't sit here and tell people that I made that up. You are the one that had the idea for that dinner. I just executed on it. All right. Don't act like this was all me. I don't want to hear it.
1: Castor oil and the pizza sauce.
0: I don't want to hear it.
1: He poisoned me. Uh right so overall um at the end of the day uh just real quick do you want to touch on you know kind of your post postpartum yeah. really quick the last like six weeks seven yeah. weeks how's that been going how how are you feeling how's it been the last you know almost two months
2: last time was miserable i think for both of us partially because it's your first kid and it's kind of like a shock the lack of sleep and everything and breastfeeding was crazy hard with ben and like the lack of sleep is mm. awful This time has been great. Like as soon as we came home, I was like doing the dishes and laundry again. And I felt good about it. You know, like I wanted to do that. Um, Physically, I felt great. Um, My stitches healed great, which was like a big relief for me because I was worried about tearing in the same spot. Sometimes they don't heal as -hmm. well. And they did this time. Um, Breastfeeding's gone great, which has been a huge relief. We're tired, but I don't feel like we're as tired as we were the first time. The hardest part is just having two kids and, like, dealing with yeah. Ben's needs and the baby's needs.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest. That's The hardest part's actually Ben. I know that's, you know, <laughs> it's silly to say considering he was the easy one before. Uh, and sometimes he's the easy one. But, like, when the baby doesn't sleep, we at least, like, we can pass him back and forth. Katie puts him on the boob. Like, we have some things to do. When Ben doesn't sleep, that means one person is taking care of the baby not sleeping. The other person is taking care of Ben not sleeping. And mm-hmm. now no- nobody in the house is sleeping. Right? Like, right. there's no trading off. There's no passing back and forth. It's just one with one kid, one with the other. And we got to just figure it out. Yeah. Wow.
2: That's like the real difficult thing. I know when we talked, when we recorded this podcast last week or the week before, <laughs> I said, I definitely wanted a third. And I do want three yeah. kids. Like after this birth experience, I was like, oh, I could totally do that again. But mm-hmm. it's the multiple kids that's the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you and definitely... Kayla make it
2: look easy. You guys have it like a really good thing figured out with both of them.
1: Well, thank you. Kayla's much better at it than I am. Kayla makes it look easy. I just follow her lead.
2: You guys are always so happy and rested.
1: Oh, that's good. It's inspiring. Put, we put on a front. <laughs> you look happy and rested. That's what matters. <laughs> Putting on my best, show. Can't hear what you just said, Jared.
0: No, I, did, I didn't want to. He's saying
2: some. No, that's I not Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, well, who? Look at you quoting TikToks on the podcast. You guys have come so look far. Look at
1: you. I know. Look at us. Um. Well, awesome. Why don't, you know, I'll let you get to getting some sleep you look exhausted you need it you deserve it Jared can stay up jared actually last Uh, night
2: took a big chunk i got like three and a half hours of sleep which was
1: damn that's great that was like the best Um, sleep
2: i've gotten in a year
1: that's good well katie thank you so much for coming on and and talking uh i'm sure we'll have you on again i told kayla that i want you and her just to do an episode that would be the best Yeah. I feel like we'd be really good
2: and get a lot of listens.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you'd be better than than we will be. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. And I'm sure we will chat with you again soon. Thank you. All right. And thank you again, Katie, so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, Like I said, we definitely want to make sure we have her back just to talk about. Well, in general, growing up and, and the life with uh, with four of you now, we always hear it from your perspective and from my perspective. Mm-hmm. But it's always nice to get the wives and to, to chat about what, what they're thinking and going through, too. Um, so thank you again, Katie. We appreciate it. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate you all. We're back uh, after several weeks, but we're back.
0: <laughs> we are going to be on a schedule now. We figured it out. We're, we're back on Monday nights. We thought we were ambitious and thought we could do Sunday nights. Can't do Sunday nights. We're back to recording Monday (laughs) nights, and we'll be out on Wednesdays every week. We're sticking to it. We're even, uh, I'm going to talk about this when we get to our new um, social media that we launched, but we're going to start putting out some quick clip videos. We're going to get back into some of that content, too, now that we uh, have a little bit more time and a little bit more uh, organization around what we're doing. I think we're going to get back into uh, pushing some stuff out, so keep an eye out.
1: Absolutely, Uh, and thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. They continue to pump out some good stuff. Um, Scaring and Sharing had some really great stuff for Halloween. Mm -hmm. Uh, Detroit Strange also did as well, so go check out that if you haven't already. And hey, go give us a rate, comment, like, subscribe. That would be tight. Uh, A review would be awesome, and shoot us an email at bigdadenerypod at gmail.com.
0: So you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Pod. And I mentioned this, I think, the last time we put on an episode, which was, you know, six months ago now. Um, (laughs) But the last time we lost our Instagram because it was technically tied to Katie's Facebook, which got hacked. And, you know, Zuckerberg has given up on Facebook and is moving on to the metaverse. So you can't ever get anything unhacked now. So we lost our Instagram. Uh, We started a new Instagram. It's Big Dad Energy Podcast. So. A little bit of a mouthful, a little bit long, but it's at Big Dead Energy Podcast. Please go follow us there. We are trying to build up our followers again. I think we're up to like 25. We are at like 150 on our old one. Yeah. Uh, so if you could do us a favor, go follow us there. We are putting out a uh, bunch of content. Like I said earlier, we're going to be putting out little short-term videos and reels and things like that to try and uh, um, get everybody back engaged and build up that page again because we had a lot of good stuff. Um, I think, Joe, we even have to go back to doing takeovers because we've lost all yeah. of So.
1: Yeah, and back in the day, we used to make video clips, some reels. Yeah. We each only just had
0: one kid. Oh, my gosh. Uh, remember all the free time, time we had when we only had one oh kid? Oh,
1: man. Look at that. Now look at us. These We're content kids for. are
0: draining us, Joe.
1: I know. My God, you're going to have to keep pumping them out because I'm done.
0: Oh, God. Don't tell my, wa- <laughs> don't tell my wife that. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, and uh, we will see you next week. So my, for both of us, I'm Jared Schmanski. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongues twice before you use them. Dead. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.